Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the Oz Movie Geek podcast. I'm your host, Pato. Today I'll be doing a review of Boss Level, the new Joe Carnahan film. Uh, this was a film I was looking forward to seeing because I am a Joe Carnahan fan. Um, some of his films, including Smoke and Aces, The A-Team, Narc. Um, I really like Stretch. I think Stretch is actually a really good film. Um, I, I just really do enjoy his films. He's a genre director who likes those absurdist and very strange um, action premises. He also did a movie called The Grey with Liam Neeson, which is one of his more popular films. Um, and I just think he's a really, really good director, genre director. I don't think that he's ever going to win an Oscar, but he just directs some really fun films. Um, Smoke and Aces is a great little gangster film if you haven't seen it. Uh, I've always enjoyed that film. Um, I think that The Grey is great. Um, the A-Team is underrated as well. I think it's quite a bit of fun. Um, and Stretch, the 2014 film that um, just vanished in, in general. It's very hard to actually come by that film. I've got it on Blu-ray um, from over in the UK. But it is just a really enjoyable film, and I always really like Stretch. Um, and Boss Level, yeah, it was in the same sort of vein. I was looking forward to the film, and um, I found myself quite enjoying it. I wasn't going to do a review of it, but because I did find myself having a bit of fun with it, I thought, why not? Let's discuss Boss Level. So... Without further ado, let's just get stuck into it. So take it away, trailer. Hey, Jake, can I get a large bottle of that Bijou? You know what? Make it two large bottles. Because tomorrow isn't guaranteed. You have no idea. I used to complain that every day felt the same. And now every day is the same. Seriously. <laughs> Shoes, pants. Rip them. Flip them. Okay. Coffee, anyone? I don't know how this is possible. But I keep repeating the same day. Sorry, pal! As many times as I've seen this happen to my apartment, I still can't help but think I'm never, ever getting my security deposit back. It wasn't always like this. I had a woman once. Look at you. The son I love. Now, a bunch of assholes try to kill me over and over again. But no matter how hard I fight, I die. Every single day. What if the ability to rewrite history was real? What if I can erase our mistakes? This gives me the power of God. Don't worry, son. I'll come back for you. How do I stop this, Gemma? It's not about stopping. It's about restarting. Exactly. What the hell? Let's take this to the next level. Someone's been the busiest little beaver. I've been waiting for this for a long time.
So, Boss Level was directed by Joe Carnahan and stars Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts, Michelle Yeoh, Will Sasso, Annabelle Wallace, and Ken Jeong, and follows a retired Special Forces officer who is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. Uh, this is a premise that we've seen a lot as of late, um, and I guess the original, of course, being Groundhog Day, but uh, with the Happy Death Day films, um, we've also seen uh, Palm Springs with Andy Samberg that came out, and now we have Boss Level, um, and I found myself actually quite enjoying this one. Now, this one isn't anything new. Um, it doesn't bring a great deal new to the genre in general. It's just the way that it's executed, which makes it just a lot of fun. Um, Frank Grillo is someone who I've thoroughly enjoyed for years now. Now, a lot of people just know him from being in the Purge Anarchy and, um, of course, being in the Captain America, um, or as crossbones in Captain America Civil War, um, but also in Captain America the Winter Soldier as well, playing Brock Rumlow. Um, and he's shown up. He was in Kingdom, of course, the TV show, which was highly underrated. He's in Warrior. He's in plenty of films, um, but as of late, he's been doing a lot of straight-to-DVD films, so it was cool to see him in a bigger film. Now, this is by no means a huge film, but it's definitely got a little bit of a budget behind it and has a really impressive cast. So it was something I was looking forward to just because of um, the premise. I really liked the cast, and yeah, I thought that it could be a little fun, and I did find myself thoroughly enjoying it. Um this film um, has a breakneck speed. It just moves the whole way through it, which is great. Um, Frank Grillo is really good in the film. Um, he's a real likable lead and shows a lot more charisma than what I was expecting from him too. Um, Mel Gibson, I guess, is the bad guy here. Um, he's not given a lot to do, and it's more of his henchmen, which are a lot of fun, which we see throughout the film, um, who are introduced in various ways. So I really enjoyed that. Um, but I thought he was... Suitably over the top when he was on screen, he gives a really good, um, I guess, bad guy monologue um, to Naomi Watts retelling a story about a boar being eaten by a snake. Um, and it was really gripping. I was like, far out, Mel Gibson still got it. When he shows up, he is okay. Um, and he was quite good in that sequence there. Naomi Watts is only in it very briefly. And I was reading after I saw the film just all this criticism uh, directed uh, to Naomi Watts, just saying, what the hell is Naomi Watts doing in this film? And I thought, well, she's allowed to have a bit of fun too. And uh, there's a lot worse films that she could be in. Um, and I found her to be actually a, a nice inclusion in this one. It gives, whenever you put Naomi Watts in a film, it just gives that little bit of extra credibility to the actual project. Um, uh, there was a movie she did last year or the year before called The Wolf Hour, um, which wasn't fantastic, but the film would have been a lot worse if she wasn't in it. And another one that she did a horror film um, in a similar vein called Shut In. Um, and now that film is incredibly boring, but because she's in the film, it does actually add a little bit to it. Um, and that's the same here. Um, I, I thought that her inclusion just adds that credibility there. Um, and when she's on screen, she's good. Um, her and Grillo have interesting chemistry. I wouldn't say it's fantastic. Um, they're not... a uh, couple I would put on screen together, um, but they did an all right job there, which was nice. Um, Will Sasso plays against type here too. Um, for those who don't know Will Sasso, um, I always know him from doing the um, lemon gags that he used to do on the vines when vines were big. Um, he used to always just have the lemon in his mouth. Really stupid, but that's how I remember him. Um, but he's been in plenty of things before. Um, he was a regular on like um, Modern Family and things like that. 
um, playing the Spanish uh, teacher. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy his inclusion here too. And I, yeah, he's playing against type, which was interesting. Um, Annabelle Wallace shows up here too. And I find her to be an interesting one because she there for a while, it looked like she was going to be the next big thing. Um, she was in like King Arthur, Legend of the Sword and the Mummy. Then she was in Annabelle Creation because she was in the previous Annabelle film. So she had a string of like big releases and she was in Tag. Um, she then showed up in The Loudest Voice here and she was in Peaky Blinders, Blinders. And I was like, oh, far out. She's getting a lot of work. But then she went a bit quiet for a while. She shows up here in boss level, but in a very, very minute role. Um, we barely see her. Um, and when she is on screen, she's not given a lot to do. I think she says like five words in the whole film too. Um, and I just found it very strange because, yeah, she, for a while there, she just looked like she was going to be the next big thing, but she just hasn't really done anything. Um which is a bit of a shame because I think she's okay. Um, she did have a string of misfires there. I really don't like Tag. I thought that the mummy sucked. Um, I actually am a bit of an, um, a, 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 I guess, a closeted lover of that um, King Arthur Legend of the Sword. I thought it was a pretty entertaining film. Um, and she's pretty good in it as well. But yeah, those other films, um, I never thought she was the worst part of any of those films. She's just been um, unfortunate to be a part of those films, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but she is, yeah, it's just one of those little anomalies that you see, those Hollywood anomalies where they prop up a actor to be the next big thing, then they just sort of disappear into obscurity. Um, another one comes to mind like Sam Worthington and Jai Courtney. It looked like for a while there they were trying to find the next Mel Gibson um, through like Australian actors and they were the ones that they found. Um, and they just didn't ever really eventuated into anything um, and a lot of those actors are now doing straight-to-DVD films or just showing up on the odd Netflix sci-fi film, which is just a bit of a shame because I, I like them and I think Annabelle Wallace is sort of in a similar boat. But that's just a bit of a side note there on um, those, I guess, those actors um, and what Hollywood tries to do there for a while. Um, but back to boss level. Um, so, yeah, the idea of him reliving the same day over and over again, it's been done to death at this point. And I don't think there's a lot different you could do to the genre. Palm Springs tried something different. Um, I guess we got a slasher out of Happy Death Day. But I think now that you've done those very specific genre pieces, at its core, it's still the same elements. Um, so you have to try and do something a little, f uh, you know, different and a little fun. And I guess, like I mentioned at the start, it's all down to the execution. Uh, Christopher Landon with the Happy Death Day films, he took it in two completely different directions with both of those films. Um, and I guess he did a bit of genre flipping there. And I guess he does, uh, Joe Cunningham sort of does the same thing here bringing it into this science fiction realm. Um, there's a machine, I think it's called the Osiris, um, and Grillo's DNA has been put in there by uh, Naomi Watts' character. The two of them previously were romantically involved. Um, and, yeah, it sort of puts him on a mission then to find out why he is reliving the same day again and what's the purpose of this to happen. Um, so we're given a little bit of a backstory with him. Not a great deal. The film doesn't come become bogged down in like exposition at all, uh, which is really good because we can just enjoy the fun sequences of Frank Grillo just fighting henchmen or him dying in absurd ways. It is a lot of fun. Um, and because the film is dealing with a lower budget, and by lower budget, it's still like nearly a $50 million budget, so it's still quite a big film. Um, but it's just fun to see him sort of, you know, work his way through this world and try and work out what's going on, which I really did enjoy.
Like I mentioned too, Frank Grillo was quite good in the film. I do like seeing him do these bigger films because I think that he should be more of a star than what he is. Um, a lot of the time, like I mentioned, he does those straight-to-DVD efforts, and I just think he's a little better than that because he is a really... Not a not a like you know like a really good actor, but he's just someone who has a, you know a good on screen presence. So he's able to sell a lot of the stuff that he does, um, which I really enjoy because I think that he is quite um, he's quite talented and he is quite a lot of fun in these sorts of films. Um, he was in a, a horror movie produced by James Wan a couple of years ago called um, Demonic, and I remember after seeing that film because the film's not particularly good. Um, but I remember after seeing that film, I thought to myself, I, I can see him sort of blowing up here and being, you know, a, a bit more of a star. Um, and he did the purge anarchy and he was in Captain America, the winter soldier before. And I was, he was becoming a bit of a cult hero. And I thought, you know what? I could actually see him, you know, becoming something a little more. Um, but unfortunately it just never eventuated into anything, which was a bit of a shame because I think he is quite, I don't know. He's quite entertaining to see on screen. I don't think he's, yeah, like I said, I don't think he's a particularly good actor, but I think he is good at what he does. Um, and because he does a lot of his own stunt work and that sort of thing, I, I think that adds value to him as a performer. So I, I always thought that he was going to be bigger than what he was, but unfortunately it just never really eventuated into anything. Um, and he has still been one of the best parts of any you know film or project that he does take on. Um, he did a couple of Netflix films there for a while, one called The Wheelman, which was quite good. Uh, he plays a getaway driver, uh, which I enjoyed. Um, he also did another film um, on Netflix called Point Blank, um, which wasn't fantastic, but his chemistry with Anthony Mackie was quite good. So the two of them were quite entertaining on screen together there. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he deserves a little better, um, because I always find him to be one of the better parts of whatever film he's in. And I'm glad that he was the lead here because I found him to be quite entertaining. Um, he does have a few other films, you know, coming out as well. He's teaming up with Joe Carnahan again with, um, a Gerard Butler, uh, vehicle, um, which looks to be another, you know, action film, which will be a bit of fun. Um, he's showing up in the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Um, he was in, um, another film this year called uh, Cosmic Sin, which has been getting terrible reviews and I kind of want to check it out just because of that. Um, but yeah, hopefully he does get to do a bit more because I think he is an entertaining actor. Um, I, he's never going to win an Oscar, but I do just find him to be quite entertaining in whatever film project he takes on. Um, so it'd be nice to see him you know, do a bit more because I, I do think he's worthy of being a leading man because he's always thoroughly entertaining in near everything he does. So yeah, I thought his inclusion here was quite good. Um, he's also doing another film that I just noticed and called um, This Is The Night, uh, directed by James DeMonico and starring Naomi Watts again. So the two of them will be, um, I guess, teamed up again on the big screen, which will be interesting. Um, but yeah, this film originally as well, it was meant to come out during the pandemic and it was sort of sitting in limbo. Um, I think it was going to be, you know, a bit of a limited release if it did hit cinemas over in America. Um, but because of its $45 million price tag, I find that interesting as well because, you know, a film that costs that much to make would normally, you know, I, I guess go to cinemas. Um, but the film ended up landing on Hulu over in America. But here we actually did get a cinematic release here in Australia and um, it just recently released on DVD and Blu-ray and I managed to score myself a copy of it on Blu-ray. So, yeah, I, I, I did really enjoy this film, guys. And I think that if you're a fan of that 
living the same day over and over again trope, um, it could be a bit of fun for you, especially with that sci-fi element and because of its cast too. Like seeing Mel Gibson in that type of film is something I didn't think I was going to see, but I'm glad that I did at the same time. So yeah, definitely check this one out, guys, if you haven't already. Uh, it is available on Blu-ray and DVD at the moment, thanks to uh, Warner Brothers and Roadshow here in Australia. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. I had a lot of fun with it. It's not a perfect film. It definitely has its flaws. Uh, Budgetary-wise, some of the special effects are a bit of a letdown, which is a shame. But I do think it is a thoroughly entertaining science fiction action film. Um, and I think because of that execution from director Joe Carnahan, it really does elevate the material uh, a notch above what it could have been. So thanks to Joe Carnahan for that, I guess. Um, but yeah, that brings this review to a close, guys. So check out my other reviews I've done recently too. I've been trying to pump out as much content as I can for you guys. So be sure to check them out and yeah, check back with me in a week or so and I'll have some more uh, content coming at you very shortly. But until next time, peace out.